at 99.3 Nigeria Info. And you know when it's time, it's time this time for Stambic IBTCs after this cost show. And a uh, great show we've had so far. And how time flies. We already are episode 9. And I can see Dr. Bamidele Ayemibo, uh, lead consultant, Treaty Impacts Academy, who is um, with us from the beginning up till now, smiling from ear uh, to ear. It's a continuation of a conversation uh, potential of export markets in West African countries. Uh, good evening, everyone. And uh, Dr. Abibo, great to have you and see you looking hale and hearty. Good evening. How are you today? I'm brilliant. I, I know you're great also, too. Yeah. Excellent. And um, just to let you know, and um, the after discourse show by uh, Stambic IBTC, we, it's the goal to educate everyone business owners on the potentials of export uh within the african continent with the african continental free trade agreement as uh, the platform for the discussion uh, today we are going to west africa well we're in west africa already so <laughs> i don't know whether we are going to go there but it's a potential uh, potential for the african continent in what we are looking at with what the uh, africa continental free trade agreement will do for us in the first 20 years of implementation it says it will double uh, intra-africa trade by 50 to 70 billion uh, us dollars don't forget to send us messages on whatsapp because i know a lot of you will want to send messages if you, if you cannot get us uh, on time it will be good for you to send us messages early enough so that dr ayemi book can have a look at it so let's get straight to it uh, dr ayemi Bo. we are in west africa last week it was southern africa uh, but before we do that, let's um, welcome the first-timers who don't understand yet what we are all about on the After Discourse show. All right. Um, the African Continental Free Trade Agreement, otherwise called AFCFTA, is an agreement signed among countries in Africa to facilitate free trade among countries in Africa. And the whole objective, basically, is to ensure that um, we benefit we benefit from our population. As it is today, the continent benefiting for African population are Asia, particularly China, then um, Europeans, uh, Americans. Because we are buying a lot from them, they're exporting a lot into Africa. But now we're having an agreement that can increase trade among ourselves because at the end of the day, what that basically will do for us is to increase... Um, volume of trade, which will consequently affect volume of uh, capacity of businesses, thereby creating jobs, reducing poverty and inequality on the continent. The trafficking trade so far has been described, uh, has been pegged at about, I think, 16, some we say 17 or 18 percent. Uh, but intra EU trade is actually almost 70 percent. Almost 70 percent. And they are contributing, less than 500 million people are contributing. About 30% of world trade. Hmm. And Africa, with 1.3 billion, is contributing less than 3%. Hmm. Less than 3%. The capital that significantly. Yes. And we have to do something quickly about this. Every time I watch the, uh, the outcome of the Monetary Policy Committee with the governor of the Central Bank, and he talks about the Forex squeeze, uh, we know that the secret lies in this and he knows it also too i mean um that's the only way to deal with the forex uh, problem excellent so um dr yemibo let's let's go straight to the matter um 
West Africa is where we are in, and we are going to look at the number of countries um, today. What countries are we going to be reviewing? Ghana, Cote d'Ivoire, and Senegal. Ghana, Cote d'Ivoire, and Senegal. Yeah. Excellent. Um, so let's 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 do this first and foremost. Let's begin with our our brothers from um, uh, Chali. <laughs> let's see, let's go to Ghana and maybe you can give us an export market analysis uh, from uh, Ghana. Ghana. Ghana is an interesting market. Um, luckily, I mean, in English speaking, because one of the things you must consider in AFCFTA is the um, majority of African countries are predominantly anglophone or francophone. So if you are going to be selling, to African countries, you might need to label your product also in French to be able to facilitate easy uh, access in the market. For Ghana, Ghana is an English-speaking country, population of about 30 million people. Uh, Ghana ranked 118 out of almost 200 countries on this of doing business, scoring 60%. Now, Ghana has a coastline of about 539 kilometers. So that means Ghana is not a landlocked country. Landlocked country basically means they don't have access to water. That means goods to ship to those countries will basically be by sea, sorry, mm. by air, road, or mm. rail. Mm. Mm. Ghana is predominantly a Christian country, and religion is very important because it affects the way of life and the culture of the people, mm. and what they buy and how they buy, and even some regulations mm. in those countries. Mm. So for Ghana, 71% Christian, um, and... Um, Predominantly Christian, anyway. Their mm. population is about 30 million, like I said. Mm. And Ghana products right now include um, agri products, a cocoa rice, mm. uh, palm oil, oil palm, maize, mm. plantain, yam, cassava, orange, pineapple, among others. Among mm. others. And the reason why you should know a product any country is producing in terms of crusher is it gives you an idea of the possibility of a market mm. and also the possibility of a competition. Mm. The that you produce meat, they most likely will consume it and means there are a competition in that market if you intend to do any product or a variant in the value chain of that product into that country. In, it, in terms of industry, you have mining, lumbering, light manufacturing, aluminum, smelting, food processing, cement, uh, small commercial shipbuilding, and petroleum. Hmm. Like I said, it's an English country. Now, it's a lower middle income country. And this is very important. I, I like talking a lot about this because... Right. Being lower middle income, pretty much similar to low income, if I would say. <laughs> pretty much similar to low income. <laughs> and the reason I say pretty much similar to low income is because being lower middle means an average person in that country earns between $1,000 and $4,000 per annum. Per annum. Mm. Meaning, with the level of inflation right now, I think the inflation in Ghana is even higher than Nigeria, right? Inflation right now, you can be sure the purchasing power of people will be severely eroded, mm. meaning the disposable income is very low. Mm. Meaning, the people in this country are going to be living, living for survival. Mm. So, anybody selling in this country should be looking at fast moving consumer goods, among other products that can be sold in Ghana, but among other products, fast moving consumer goods, drugs. 
food mm. item, mm. cosmetics. I mean, things that everybody will use from day to day because it's needed for their survival. Because they do not have enough disposable income to be able to buy a lot of things that we might, I mean, luxury, if you call it, you know, in this country. Urbanization is 57%. The implication of that is we are going to be disciplined in Ghana, you need right. to spend some money. Mm. Because, I mean, majority are not in the urban centers. Just about 57% are in the urban centers. Mm. Literacy rate, inflation, sorry, inflation is very high. Literacy rate is 76%, which mm. is good. Mm. GDP is 65 billion. Hmm. 65 billion. I mean, when this, you know, each time I go through this, I just look at Nigeria, which is why people talk about the fact that look, we can't be giant for nothing. John, nothing, you know, I go go. Absolutely. I mean, you know. <laughs> look at that, 65 billion. In fact, imagine you said literacy rate, so when you said literacy rate 75%, I said, ha ha. I'm even talking about the GDP, 65%, yeah. 65 billion. Right. As I turn on 19. Do you understand that? I mean, so you, you know that Lagos will be bigger than many states or many countries in Africa if right. Lagos were to be a state or not. Very true. A country, a country rather. Mm. Yes. Household consumption component of the GDP is 80%. You have to to what I said before that look, a number, I mean, the people in this country are basically for survival. And this is the same for many, not just Ghana. Many other African countries. Hmm. Per capita income about two thousand plus, which is why they are lower middle income country. Uh, now, the interesting part for me is this: uh, the age structure. Age hmm. structure. The age, the population of this country below twenty five percent is actually about 55%. I will go, 55%. Below the, below 25 years old? Yes, 55%. It's a very young country. Very young country. Just like many, and this Just is like for many Africans. Yeah, very true. I say, look at this. <laughs> you know, if you look at, I mean, one of the reasons why to a large extent in developing nations, hmm. to a large extent, hmm. they have aging population. Yeah. In developing developed nations, they have young population. Mm-hmm. And my theory is, in developing countries, hmm. there are more women in the boardroom, more women in the bedroom, and less in the boardroom. Hmm. But in developed countries, you have more women in the boardroom and less in the bedroom. Hmm. If there's no life, and people have to sleep by seven, we will just be making babies. Hmm. Hmm. And this contributes significantly to the population, which should be an advantage for Africa, sincerely. Hmm. It's just unfortunate that our politicians have not really harnessed this potential. Hmm. It's rather the uh, the foreign, foreign, I mean, the people that are calling us to Japan are the ones taking advantage of our population. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Let's talk about Ghana imports. Ghana total import. So, because if we are going to export to Ghana, we should be looking at what Ghana is important. Ghana total import right. as of 2019 is about 18.4 billion US dollars. Nigeria hmm. at that time was about 55 billion. Hmm. So when you look at it per capita, Ghana is doing better than Nigeria in terms of import. Right. If you look at import per capita, Ghana is doing a lot. Ghana is just about 30 million people mm-hmm. and they are doing 18 billion. Hmm. Nigeria is over 200 million people and we're doing about 55 billion in import. Hmm. And of course, they're importing a lot of food items, packaged drug, pesticide. Mm. Um, refined petroleum is taking a good chunk of the import 
palm oil and a number of other products. Like I said, we will do a lot to focus on those areas having to do with fast-moving consumer goods. Hmm. Let me remember this again. Excellent. And uh, another of the big... Uh, so that's the big boys. Interestingly, I've been to all the, uh, the three West African giants that I mentioned here, and they're uh, great countries for us uh, to have a, a review of. Uh, Senegal is up next. Um, can we have the cap? Excellent. The export market. Okay, let's do Cote d'Ivoire. Okay, interesting. I've been uh, Cote d'Ivoire. country. I'm yeah. interested because I've visited a couple of times. <laughs> you know they call. You know. Yeah. You know what they call uh, Abidjan, Le Petit Paris. You know this is the small Paris. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's go to Cote d'Ivoire then. Yes, let us go to Côte d'Ivoire. Now, Côte d'Ivoire ranked number one and ten mm. out of about, about 200 countries mm. on the ease of doing business. And the reason why this of business is important also is to let us have an idea of the challenges in this country. Uh, this country scores about 60%, very close to Ghana, uh, on the ease of doing business. It's also a lower middle income country. Mm. About 25 million people in population. Hmm. About 25 million in population. This country is not landlocked. It has a coastline of 515 kilometers. Hmm. This country has Muslim population of 42%. Hmm. 42%. Uh, and means 3%. The remaining Christian. So pretty much like Nigeria uh, in terms of population. Like I said, and I keep emphasizing this because it's very important. Right. You know, there are cases where some product gets to some country and because the the way it was designed does not put into consideration the culture, mm. which and the culture of people influenced largely by their religion mm. Mm. affect the sales in those countries. So this is very important. Mm. A big product, yam, cassava, cocoa, oil palm, uh, sugarcane, rice, mm. plantain, maize, cashew, rubber, and of course, the second of is the largest producer of cocoa in the world, mm. and of course, in West Africa. Mm. It's interesting to see this happen because, I mean, the landmass of Nigeria is bigger than this country, <laughs> and uh, a lot of states Nigeria can produce cocoa, mm. but for one reason or the other, Cote d'Ivoire have taken this particular commodity very seriously, mm. and they've taken over this market produce over a million tons. I'm not sure Nigeria is producing up to 300,000 tons of cocoa beans, oh, mm. but could they produce over a million tons of cocoa beans? Mm, mm, mm. But we must begin to add value to it anyway because the people yeah. making money from cocoa are giving value to it. Yeah, talking about adding value. <laughs> the other day I was listening, I was watching, um, you know, in, in Ghana where their Valentine's Day, yeah. they, they took away the um, they took away the Valentine's Day and they say they now mark uh, the wall the, the National Day of Cocoa. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, and uh, and <laughs> and instead of Valentine, uh, red roses, you have chocolate and cocoa exhibitions happening. Well, wow. uh, talk wow. about um, adding value. <laughs> yes, adding value because you know I, I keep using this example. Mm. Cocoa market in the world is about nine nine to ten billion dollars. Mm. La- the demand, the export volume mm. between nine and ten billion dollars. Mm. And Africa, West Africa produces 25% of that export. Hmm. But the one, just one of the value chain, chocolate, right. is about $30 billion. $30, $30 billion. billion. Other 
cocoa butter in the cosmetics, cocoa cake, cocoa liquid, and all that. Just to claim 30 billion. So who wow. is making money? Hmm. You know, that was time a journalist wrote, who, who agreed on help? And it was using this analogy. Because it's analogy, the fact that the food person want to do agree, yeah. we should work towards supporting whatever necessary, the support needed to be able to ensure we add value to it. This country organization is about 52%, meaning distribution is whoever is entering this country. And when you're entering a country, let me just say this. Right. If you're entering, if you're going into the market, you can go in three ways. Mm-hmm. You can walk, you can enter through a sales agent or representative. You can enter through a sister company. Mm-hmm. And you can enter through a, 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 um, a sole ownership branch. Okay. Sole ownership branch is that company in which you have a stake or sale representative in form of an agent or distributor at the, at, at the destination. So, if you are going to be going to this environment, maybe you're using the, if you are not, if I do sole ownership, I'm not worried so much about distribution. But if you are doing a sister company or subsidiary company or sole ownership branch, right. of course, you will have to think about distribution considering the fact that organization is just about 50%. Hmm. Hmm. Um, GDP, 58.54 billion. Hmm. So Ghana, Ghana, actually is bigger in terms of GDP. Right. Ghana is a lot um, than um, so a large SM bigger than Cote d'Ivoire. Of course, maybe that will also because of the population. Very true. But when you look at the per capita, per capita is a lot better than Ghana. Hmm. And this is interesting because when you look at a situation, like I said, if you're selling any country, you want to know, can this country buy? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a product I ship to the UK that because I ship by air, this product will go for about three pounds in the UK. Hmm. But I can't do that in West Africa. Hmm. I can't do that in West Africa because they can't even buy at that price. Hmm. Why? For obvious reasons. Hmm. For obvious reasons. Because three pounds come back to an average currency in Africa, you know what that, what that comes to. <laughs> if you are going to use like this price, I mean, you can't Absolutely. You can't like price. Uh-huh. And also, in, in, in Cote d'Ivoire, it's about 61%. Just laying credence to that fact, also the fact that there's so much in terms of household consumption, hmm. um, the fact that the number of Africans right. are living for survival mm. with very low disposable income mm. simply because of the uh, low level productivity in the country. Mm-hmm. Now, let's come to again the interesting part for me, age structure. And do you know what I noticed consistently? Right. I'm not sure any country is below. Okay, I think a few countries are below 50% in mm. terms of age that are below, that right. are below 25. And the reason why this is important is that means anything you want to sell in that country must be Half of this population must be able to buy. I mean, you can't yeah. be selling stuff. The people that can afford or that will buy or that will be interested are people that are more than yeah. this age. Mm. Below 25, 58% of the population, almost mm. 60% of the population, mm. are below 25 years. Almost 50% of the population are below 25 years. A very interesting market, I must say, uh, in terms of what they import, of course, cars, uh, raw tobacco, raw sugar, malt, soya beans, right. rice, mm. wheat, onions, uh, crude petroleum, right? Crude petroleum, mm. 
non-filet frozen fish, mm. edible offers. Edible offers is, you know, a lot of people import intestine. Edible offer is intestine. You know what they call roundabout? Uh-huh, roundabout. Spare parts. Roundabout is imported in Africa and the volume is always large. Wow. I mean, it's just, just like the U.S. U.S. ship a lot of shipment of, you know, in the U.S., the leg of chicken is useless. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but in China, is a delicacy. Big delicacy. I've seen it before I ran away from my dear life. It's a huge export of the leg. They remove the leg. I just ship it to China. It's a huge demand for that and in they China. Eat, in China, they eat the head. Also eat the head. Huge market too. <laughs> Even the head? Yes. <laughs> you know, so our edible offers is also in demand palm oil and clothing items are in high demand in Cote d'Ivoire. Because of time, let me move on to the third one. That's Senegal, right? Right, Senegal. Senegal. Senegal also in West Africa is a lower middle income country. Um, 29, about 30 million people. Mm. Ranking one and 18 on the east of being business of almost 200 countries. And scoring six, sorry, 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 that's an error on my part. Right. Ranking one and 23. On the use of doing business, mm-hmm. one hundred twenty-three, only 59%. Hmm. Population is about 60 million. 60 million. Hmm. And it's a lower median income point, like I said. Hmm. Now, Tenega is a predominantly Muslim country. Interesting fact. Very important. <laughs> 5, 5.9%. Hmm. That will affect what they buy. To a larger, in fact, even if you are going to ship food items, you need to be sure there is this Allah certification that most Islamic countries require. Yeah. Maybe they might be requiring that. Right. It's good you are in that. And it's not a landlord country, mm. so that means you can ship by road, by sea to Senegal. Mm. That's 531 kilometers mm. uh, of coastline. Mm. Population about 60 million, like I said. And the right. products, the agri product, granite, melon, rice, sugar cane, Cassava, millet, maize, onion, sorghum, and vegetable are what they already produce, mm. which means there is a market already for this product if you want to ship. Mm. Like onion, for example. Mm. I mean, someone was telling me about onion. Agogo. He said, if the number of Nigerian onion are shipped to West Africa, but not as Nigerian onion. They are shipped to Niger first, and the package is Niger as Nigerian product. Wow. Wow. And he was telling me that, I think about 50 trucks, if I'm not mistaken, are leaving Kano every day, hmm. going to up north, right. into Niger, of right. onion. And hmm. this is now being packaged and shipped. So just onion market alone. Right. And shipped to West African countries. Right. Onion. Then industries, fish processing, phosphate mining, fertilizer production, uh, zircon, gold mining, construction material, ship construction and repairs. Huh. This is just like this is a French speak, it's a Francophone country. Right. The implication of that is it will be great if you can label your product in French. Just some of the vital information to be in French will be an advantage. Some country will require right. it. You right. might have to do some might not, but you know, you also expand the market and people that can be able to assess your product and check out your product if you have it written in other languages. Organization is similar to what we have in Cote d'Ivoire, 48 percent. Right, right. Interest rate, 1.9 percent. Hmm. All right. GDP, 23 billion. 
a, a fantastic country. We're going to short break. A fantastic country, uh, Senegal. I've been there a couple of times. You know, something about the 95% Muslim population. The first president of Senegal was there three times. Uh, guess what? Guess, guess what religion he was? Leopold Senghor. Was he? He was Catholic. <laughs> ah, he was Catholic and he, he was there for over over 16 years. You know, they didn't want him to go. And he was Catholic and it's a 95% wow. population Muslim. But let's go on a quick break. When we come back, uh, Dr. Bamdele Ayemibo still with us. Uh, Stambic IBTC sponsored after this course show. Please stay with us, 99.3 Nigeria Info. And after this cost show, 99.3 Nigeria Info, Stambic IBTC uh, has this one. Uh, we've got just about three minutes. How time flies when you have a great uh, conversation. You can take questions. Let's take questions. All right. We take one question. All right. On WhatsApp, uh, 0895975805. I think we can squeeze in one call, 0700-993-993-993. Again, 0700-993-993. 993993. While the call, uh, we expect a call to come in at least. Um, someone sends a message. Sent Michael from Isolo says that I sent a text message to the number given by Dr. By, uh, Dr. Yemi Bok concerning the podcast as he directed last week, but I haven't received a reply till date. Uh, what, what, Please tell that, him to send, send it now. You should send it again now. All right. Send, I'll send, tell the people. All right. Send now. the message again. But he, he didn't. He WhatsApp didn't, is better. WhatsApp is better. All right, uh, we'll get the number across to you shortly. Uh, but what, what he didn't do was that he didn't go and check the website, is what he said. Uh, maybe he should have checked there then. Um, so maybe you exactly. provide... <laughs> Good. 0809-124-4449. 0809-124-4449. We can send you the link for the previous episode. Uh, if that number. All right. Um, so send the send the information uh, that you require to that number, and Dr. Amy Ball will get uh, it across to you. Um, I see that uh, so many calls are trying to come in, but I, I'm not sure they'll be able to connect before we end uh, the conversation. But uh, before we go, um, we will have a, another part of the continent we are going to hit next week, uh, Dr. Amy Ball. Right? Yes. Next, we are going to North Africa. Okay. <laughs> The Maghreb. Not eh? Africa. <laughs> oh, we got three countries. For one indication, maybe we'll just stick to two. 
Okay. And then give it up for other conversation because of Excellent. time constraint. Yes, yes. And those of you who really want to ask questions, so I'm sure we can, if we do only two countries, you have the, you have the opportunity not to only ask of the North African countries, but also we actually have a, Southern Africa. I will talk maybe about next week. Hmm. If you are interested in detailed information about this, we have an African trade intelligence platform hmm. that you can subscribe to, African trade intelligence platform. Okay. You can subscribe with like 20K per month and you can have access to all about 50 countries in Africa, all this information being put across you. All right, so we'll leave it at that. Uh, thank you again very much, Dr. Bamidela Yemibor. All right, thank you very much. Think Export, think Stambi. See you next week and bye-bye. Bye-bye, have a great week. All right, um, we got the news up there at the top of the hour and then we'll have um, Femi on the gang coming after. Imagine if the world revolved around you and you could do anything, like even make this ad go faster. I'm going to buy my first car this year. Or maybe slower. I'm going to buy my first car. Or even turn it to music. I'm going to buy my first car this year. Or maybe just leave it as it is. I'm going to buy my first car this year.